Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah, yeah, oh. Hello and welcome to the Parenting with a Punch show. I am your host, Amanda Hool, founder of ParentingWithAPunch.com. I have a fabulous guest here today. Kateri Ruiz is the founder and CEO of Maya. Maya is a free searchable national guide to women-owned products and services for both your home and business. Equality is their baseline. Every claimed business listed in the directory is at least 50% women-owned. Kateri believes in women's equality. More importantly, she will embolden women's equity, and she will not seize until all data sets can prove it. I love it. Let's give a warm welcome. Hello. Well, hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's groovy. It's groovy to be here. Absolutely. So talk to us about, about Maya. Yeah, so Maya really started because of what was happening in my own home. You know, I'm the mom of four daughters, and one day when my husband and I, about five years ago, I kind of had my aha moment. We're sitting on our living room floor watching an NFL football game, totally a typical Sunday, and the girls are playing in front of us. And it was the first time that I realized five out of the six people in my own household were female. And (laughs) like literally, you know, like like light bulb moments. And yet yet we watched all male sporting events. Mm -hmm. And and so my husband and I, like we really prided ourselves on, you know, thinking that we were doing all the good things towards gender equality and not living uh, stereotypical gender normed roles or lifestyles. Frankly, I was the one that worked. My husband was a stay-at-home parent. And so, yeah, and so we were, you know, we thought we were doing all these really great things. And then slowly we started to question whether or not we were really acting in alignment with our values. So, for example, when we were at the supper table at night, were we referencing female thought leaders equal to that of male thought leaders in our conversations? Mm. And, then, and then we looked at, like, the movies we were watching, the books we were reading. Were, was that equal? And then we morphed into products that we brought into our home were the products that we brought into our home created by women, designed by women, ideated by women, done on some level of a holistic image of a woman, you know, over and over, we started like, we kind of started asking ourselves to prove it. And over and over, we were failing. And so finally, finally, I get to this point, I'm just like, put your money where your mouth is. Mm. If 
if 83% of your household is female, then 83% of your spending should be going to women-created, women-ideated products and services so that what we brought into our home was actually reflective of the people in our home. And I failed miserably. (laughs) (laughs) Terribly. And I was, I was so bummed about it. So as I was, as I was trying to like get the list, right? Like, where do I go to get woman created, women owned, women ideated things? Mm. And what I found was women-owned businesses are all over the place. I mean, there's 12.3 million women-owned businesses across the United States. Yes. (laughs) It's just that they're all sitting in these little exclusive directories. Yeah. And so, so I was just like, well, this is, this is free information. Like this is supposed to be accessible. If I want to adopt this lens to my buying decisions, I should be able to. And so I I literally just started baking. We started baking Maya and we were, you know, our first mission was just to make it free, accessible, and literally be able to list every woman-owned. And we really stood for gender equality. So right. anything that was 50% or more women-owned, we put in there. Um, but really what it's morphed into was humans who care, like, you know, you right. and I and, frankly, everyone else in the world. Yeah. Humans who care, um, they really they, they make, in addition to gender equality, they care about so much more. So I might care about, um, you know, gender equality, but I also care about preserving and protecting this earth. And I also care about healthy eating. And I also care about, you name it, right? Yes. And so, so what we ended up doing was allowing these really cool woman-owned businesses to tell their story, to like share with consumers what they're doing, what they sell, but also like the passion behind it, the why behind it, the founding story, origin story, the whatever you want to call it. Um, And then for the last year, we've just been like monitoring internal search analytics and like really trying to determine what do humans really care about and how do we give greater visibility to women-owned, women-created products and services? So that's mine. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, as we know, I mean, you know, being a woman entrepreneur, it's few and far. Well, I shouldn't say there's, like you said, how many, you know, thousand businesses out there of women owned, but, you know, it's really about tapping into um, sort of letting other, you know, people know that they should be purchasing from women owned businesses. So we can all sort of help build each other up. Oh, it, absolutely. Like we, um, you know, there's 12.3 million women-owned businesses. There's a, there's a little over um, 200,000 that actually do greater than a million in annual revenue. So that's a smaller amount, right, um, right. Of, of companies who have scaled on any, you know, like on a significant level. But, but it, what's really important is understanding like our own collective impact. So, so right. for example, if each female in the United States spent $20 a month for one year with women-owned businesses, the females of the U.S. would drive $39.6 billion into women-owned companies. But what's really impactful about that, like what's crazy about that, is that that's $36.7 billion more 
than all venture capital funding spent with women-led companies in 2018. Literally, we could help drive a more female-centric economy. We could make it a more fair space by just choosing to spend our money with women-owned products and services. That is absolutely incredible. It, it's, it? it's, you know, and I, we, we kind of started this conversation a few months back, but I mean, I've been obviously myself trying to get, um, so I'm, I've been, it's about, been about a year and a half where I started using um, cruelty-free products, um, anywhere from like your makeup to your skincare to your cleaning products to deodorant, toothpaste. Um, and that decision has, you know, especially, you know, just being more of a mindful business owner um, has been so impactful for, for myself and just being more conscious in, you know, purchasing those items from women owned businesses. But it really got me thinking actually just last evening uh, and, and sort of creating, you know, something that I can provide for parents um at like a very low cost so we can you know just drive more of that that business it just it, it really got me thinking because twenty dollars is not is not a lot of money at all per month I mean no. think about the impact that, that could have I know I mean it's it's four lattes like it's right. really <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot and yet it's significant and then just imagine what it leads to. So it starts with 20, but then you find out that you're, for your business, you've got a woman-owned supply chain or a woman chain of custody or, uh, you know, you name it. Like one good decision tends to build and on other good decisions. And so it is, it's, it's crazy to think of the impact that we personally have as the CEOs of our own lives, you know? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now I don't, what did that look like in your home? Like with your, from your daughter's perspective, like when you started creating this, you know, this business and this community of just of women and just woman empowerment. Uh, It's so funny. (laughs) I, you know, if you ask my seven year old, like, what does your mom do? She literally throws her hands out really, really wide. And <laughs> he's like, he's all about the women. And, uh, you know, it's, they, 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 uh, they internalize it in different ways. It's of course. hilarious to and hear they're, their ages again. They're seven, eight. Yeah. So seven, eight, 11 and 13. Okay. So they're pretty, pretty close in age. I mean, at least, you know, between the 11 and 13 year old and obviously the seven and eight, but yeah, it it must be, but they sort of all have their own uh, internal meaning of sort of what that looks like. Yeah. Like the ways that it comes out. What's crazy was, you know, I worked in corporate America for almost two decades Mm -hmm. and I never talked about my work. I mean, I would come home and I, I really was at odds with my work. Um, I, I right. much of the work that we were doing, I personally felt was unethical. So right. you duke it out with executive leadership all day long. You'd have to try to convince your teams that, you know, that what we're doing is right when you know, you know for a fact it's not. And you, I would come home so drained and so incongruent in my own like belief system that right. I very rarely talked about work. And I, at my core, I love working. I mean, I love everything about it. I am naturally, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm naturally a worker. And so, yeah, go get her. <laughs> yes. I mean, I like driving. I, there's not a number I don't want to hit. I mean, right. all of, I love it. 
Um, but, but I did not talk about work to my kids. And I think about that now, that how that comes out when you come home at night and you try to have a conversation or you're, you know, you're talking through problems. Right. And, and then I think I fast forward to, to modern day. Um, I, and I've been doing this now for like the last two years, kind of baking it. We launched right. one year ago. So we're just right now at our one year anniversary. But Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. But we, and now we talk about it all the time. I mean, I tell these awesome women's stories to the kids at night. I, I'll talk about thought leaders in the space. We'll talk about money conversations. We talk about um, conflict, but not conflict from a place of like, it's bad. Right. Yeah, but rather, okay, so we were trying to come up with this mutually beneficial arrangement. And this was one, you know, like on this end, th- these people were talking about this. And we were trying to figure out how we could collaborate in a way where we both come together and win. And so now the conversations are totally different and way more robust. And they have such, I'm, I'm guessing my children will have a more positive association with working as a result of it. Oh, that is absolutely incredible. I, 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 I'm serious. Like it just, it literally gives me the chills to just, you know, just being a parent and, and raising your children, um, you know, in that environment, I just think is, is just so important because it really just teaches them, you know, a whole different level of, uh, you know, confidence and sort of taking responsibility yeah. for your own actions and being a go-getter and kind of just like striving for, for what makes you happy. And I think that's really important for children to, to be modeled that because, you know, you get to, you know, you go through high school and you get to college and there's this whole, you know, there's this huge pressure to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're spending so much money, but yet where are we teaching, you know, emotional intelligence or, you know, <laughs> how to have like healthy communication and, you know, it's just kids don't learn those things in school. No. And no, I mean, it's hard. It's so hard. What we really, I mean, what what I think we all want our kids just to be really well-rounded, compassionate, thoughtful, free thinkers who take responsibility and are able to, you know, give praise and congratulations and recognize other people's strengths. And you want them to do all of these things. And they're not going to get it only from school. Like they're, right. you know, it, it's, it's us and it's us sharing like our own, our own life experiences, but in ways that's kind of meaningful to them. And this is one thing, like if, if, if you're, if the conversations around the dinner table can be robust in this way where they're really, they're, um, they're valid, they're right. relevant, mm-hmm. they're timely. Right. Um, I find I have a greater likelihood of the kids engaging in the conversation. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it obviously, and I think that's why, obviously, you know, being an on being a woman entrepreneur, uh, you know, we embody all of those those characteristics, and to be able to, you know, and again, you're in it, like you're you're present in whatever is going on in the business, so you're talking about all current, you know, current things, and sort of moving through the process like together. And I think that is just so cool for children to, to see. I literally came home last night. We had a, um, we were having a conversation about specifically about women of color in the mm-hmm. entrepreneurial space. And mm-hmm. 
you know, what are the systemic barriers and, and what can we be doing to move the needle? And, and I, I had a moment in that conversation where my own unconscious bias came out and I, I said it and then I caught it. And then I came home last night and I shared it because I was like, this is how unconscious bias manifests. And like, this was my own. Right. And it was really, um, when they get to see their parents with really relevant topics and, 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 uh, um, vulnerable, like yes. saying like, th- th- these are the things that I even do. And I, I feel like I'm kind of with it, but I, I did it all the same and, right. and being able to acknowledge that and then like talk about it. That's I, I, I like it. I feel, um, I like it. I no, I mean, that's, yeah, it's beautiful that you were able to recognize that and, 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 and be able to own it, you know, and, and sort of like talk about it because I'm sure you're familiar with Brene Brown. I mean, she, she talks all about vulnerability. Yes. And, and especially, I mean, when you, when you work for yourself at, you know, as an entrepreneur, and I think especially at home in a male dominated culture, that being vulnerable is, is a whole other you know, beast, I think. And, and we women, or at least like to think that we can, we are vulnerable. <laughs> maybe not, and maybe not, you know, as often as we would like, but. It's hard because it's hard because you, you have this natural, I think, desire, like an inherent, um, right. I, I do believe that women have this inherent desire, mm-hmm. authentic way of being vulnerable but you have to present in a male dominated field with masculine economy characteristics. And so we actually believe in, I I don't know if you ever saw or take a look at, but sister is um, it's a, it's a website. So sister dot is, but she models what a feminine economy and what a feminine and what um, feminine economy characteristics could look like and how you can come from a place of collaboration over competition and how you can come from a place of abundance over scarcity. And, um, you know, these are other things that when, when you, when we are talking, um, we're talking and naming. So uh, like as, as examples will come up during the day, I'll, I'll share those with the kids at night and I'll just be like, so this is an example of in my past, how I would have had to respond to this and now how I choose to respond to it. And, and this is the name of it. This is what you can call that. Um, right. Oh, that sounds like I'm going to definitely have to check that out. And for our viewers listening, Sister Doc oh, is. I love what she is doing. Love. I'm definitely going to have to have to check that out, you know, and the, 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 and of course, you know, there, there's also the, the money aspect, um, in terms of just, you know, investment and, uh, women owned businesses getting venture capital you know, and, um, it's just, it's, it's not even close to as prevalent as it is, um, in, in, with the male culture. Oh, that and just what, you know, the, the amount of bank loans. So, I mean, right. coming out of the investment space, but like the, the size of bank loans that are given to male led businesses versus female led businesses last year were, you know, the, the disparity there continues to, to exist. Mm-hmm. And what's different, you know, what's hard is that women 
in order for their businesses, I always say that, you know, business was created on androcentric, um, according to an androcentric representation, but, um, and on those principles as well. And so when women want to even present their idea, present their, their business plan to a yep. bank or to investors, they yep. have to basically show up as the best male version of themselves in order to be deemed credible, bankable, fundable, or scalable. And right. it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> like we right. could, if, if there were more women investing and, and coming from this place, and if there were more women making those financial decisions, and if there were more women modeling their businesses according to what they know to be inherently right for them and being able to come from that, um, the piece that Maya tries to help with is saying, we are also consumers and we also, we can help incubate you. So we, right. you can personally, we can help other women businesses grow by just giving them our business right. and, and, and then telling them what we would want from them and how we would want them to be able to authentically show up. And so we all have a place in this, even if we're not business owners. Right, even, no, absolutely. Even if we're not investors, even if we're working for corporate America, right. even if we're stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. What, what we all want is the ability to make the choice that's right for us and for our family and for our own lives. Right. From you know, like free from Freedom. systemic and free from financial like strings attached right. so if, if we all get the ability to make our own decisions we choose what we want to do but we have a place in supporting women regardless of what that choice is absolutely I couldn't agree more and I, I, I it's I mean we're definitely uh you know we're definitely gearing towards that that mentality but I still feel like we have a way to go because there's just so much um I just feel like there's so much clutter, um, you know, and, and just with social media and, and it's hard for, I think, like your average individual to kind of like sift through until you really, you know, own and recognize like your own values and sort of, you know, again, sift through like what works for you. Right. Yeah. And, and it's overwhelming. Yeah. It is. It can be very overwhelming, but also extremely empowering when you yep. when you get to that place <laughs> of purpose and then just being able to, um, you know, to give back. And I'm telling myself, I I can promise you right now, um, you know, and I'm and I'm on, I'm in the Maya community, but to be able to get, you know, I, I'm going to specifically look for businesses as far as just even the cruelty free living that I can start purchasing yeah. uh because it, it, it I, I have to start doing it just religiously like I've been <laughs> making these choices in my life I think it's so important yeah I mean and it, what you said though is so true like you just start with the one thing the one right. thing that seems digestible at the time because right. it can be overwhelming and there is a lot of noise I call it noise but yes it, there's so much noise and so just pick the thing that makes you feel like you got one step in the right direction and right and that's good. And you feel yep. good about it. Yeah. No, absolutely. But and when you know, things start to line up, right. the, the peace that you have about it, the mm -hmm. overwhelming sense of like congruency and that it just, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's true. I'm, I've definitely, um, I think I've pretty much re reached that place and I'm pretty proud to say at 37 that 
Uh, it's a pretty amazing feeling. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, it is. And I was just saying, so you, you basically already answered my, the, my question on, you know, sort of leaving an impact for your children and being an entrepreneur and just, you know, you talked everything about just showing that, um, you know, that vulnerability and having those open conversations and, uh, you know, again, just like talking about what's current in the world today. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you have anything else to add with that, but I, I just, and I just met somebody the other day as well. Um, a stay at home mom. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. She's not a stay at home mom. Cause some of the kids are older, but she just started an oil company and they make the oil, um, I believe out of Greece, I forget exactly where it is. And so they're, they have the flexibility to be able to take their kids with them to be able to sort of like go through the process. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing to, to be able to teach children, um, you know, what sort of role they can kind of play and, and, and just have those independent decisions. Oh, for sure. And that's cool. I love that that they're getting a chance to experience that and see it and see how cool their mom is for doing it. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and my, my other question too, would, um, you know, in, in the parenting, the parenting world and just the game, you know, of course, because this is a parenting podcast, but what would you say just being a mom entrepreneur, um, for other mom entrepreneurs out there, especially for those maybe that are kind of just starting out, regardless of whether or not they have, you know, younger ones or, you know, regardless what, what age their children are, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give them to just kind of own it and kind of get started, you know, in being a mom entrepreneur? Oh, I, I know like one thing vulnerability I think is key yes um I agree and and but the but the uh, and and in addition to that the the dialogue around it and the free thinking and then being forgiving um uh, to yourself and to others and right I I think that's probably the greatest at least for the ages that my kids are at right now and frankly yeah. I don't know what happened I don't <laughs> know what I don't know yet um, exactly <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's but that's that's the that's the name of parenting that's just how it is that's that you you, you edit you ebb and flow and the minute I feel like I figured something out then it changes right <laughs> something else comes up right <laughs> a thousand percent yeah yeah so so just acknowledging that and talking about it being forgiving around it, I think is huge um, because then you're really modeling what you hope that they can give themselves right. late, you know, now and later as they grow and what they hopefully will do with their friends and right. their loved ones. And no, so. that's awesome. I, 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 you, I think you're right on target. I mean, that it, it just really teaches children how to just be more compassionate and kind of just, you know, you taking responsibility and, and just te- you're modeling for them to do the same. Yeah. That, you know, that you don't learn, you, you learn that from your, from your, the closest adults in your life. And to me, I think that's priceless. Yeah. 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 It's hard. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, but you're doing it and you're a total rock star. So keep, and it's, keep yeah. rocking it. <laughs> and it really, truly it is really fun. Like they are at the ages now where it's really fun. Most of the time, sometimes yeah. it's, uh, they're, they have awesome thoughts and they challenge. And what, what's, what I find is, especially as the mom, I'm usually all of the um, exercising of free thinking that mm-hmm. usually always comes at my expense. So if you truly teach free thinking, um, Right. It most often comes back at, at the parents, but uh, right. and mostly I feel like at the mom. Uh, uh-huh. But I support that because it's their ability then to verbalize like what they're observing and to right. challenge that and to even when they're challenging it, saying it in an appropriate way. So like sometimes I'm like, you're right, you're accurate a thousand percent, but now think about the way that you're saying it. And right. is that how you would want it to come back at you? Or is that, you know, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, you're just, you're, you're teaching them that responsibility to just, you know, own it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that is key right there. That's big. It is. It's huge because that's, I feel like that's a lot of, of the work that I do in, in helping parents and, and, and I get, you know, the forgiveness too, is just kind of not beating yourself up and giving yourself grace. Uh, that's easier said than done, but yes, I know it is. <laughs> this is true, but it, you know, it, it's one step at a time. Yep. One step yeah. at a time. Well, it was I, such a pleasure having you on the show today. Well, thank you. It was really talking to you. I do have one thing, Amanda. So yes. if, got, if you have women business owners who are listening and they want to be a part of Maya. Yes, it, please share the Yeah. Please. So it's maya.community. And I'm also, um, you can use this free subscription code. So for a woman business owner, they get to tell their story on our site and think of it as advertising, connecting Mm -hmm. with the audience, all of that. Okay. Um, It's $25 a year, but we're happy to sponsor your first year for free. So Anybody listening, um, if you want to go on and you can pass this on to a friend, like it's, it's meant to be more the merrier, it's Maya, M-A-I-A dot community is the site. But when you log in, after we attach you to your business, um, you'll use this subscription code to get a free year. It's M-A-I-A, pay it forward. So Maya, pay it forward. And feel free to use that. Thank you so much. That is freaking awesome. Listeners, ju- jump in on it. Tell your friends if you're not a business owner. That Thank you so much. That was so kind of you to offer that. That is yeah, amazing. My pleasure. It's all of us coming together. Yes. Absolutely. Working together and, and, and building each other up. Let's lift each other up as women and, and keep, keep doing what, what makes us happy and lights us up and bringing that light into the world. And, and that's how we, you know, transmute it to, to others and, and it's kind of just that ripple effect yes all the yeses yes <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the parenting with a punch show as always keep asking for more your family deserves it visit parentingwithapunch.com to learn all the ways that you can work with me and join our mailing list have a great day y'all yo this ain't parents out to launch no This is Parenting with the Punch.
Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah.